Good evening, Central Park Baptist Church. Good evening to you all. Welcome to this evening worship. Welcome to you all. Amen. If you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn 442 as our opening hymn. We'll have a word of prayer and then you may be seated afterwards. Hymn 442. Shall we gather at the river where bright angel feet have trod with its crystal tight forever flowing by the throne of God? Yes, we'll gather at the river, the beautiful, the beautiful river. Gather with the saints at the river that flows by the throne of God. On the bosom of the river where the Savior King we own, we shall meet in sorrow never meet the glory of the the river, the beautiful, the beautiful river, with the saint at the river that flows by the throne of God. Ere we reach the shining river, lay we every burden down, grace our spirits will deliver and provide a robe and a crown. Yes, we'll gather at the river, the beautiful, the beautiful river. Gather with the saints at the river that flows by the throne. Soon we'll reach the shining river. Soon our pilgrimage will cease. Soon our happy hearts will quiver with the melody of peace. Yes, we'll gather at the river, the beautiful, the beautiful river. Gather with the saints at the river that flows by the throne of God. Hey, Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we're so thankful, Father, that we can sing uh, this prophetic song, Lord, that one day we know, Lord, based upon your promise, we shall indeed gather by the river, Lord, by the great throne of our our God, Father. And, and Lord, we're just thankful, Lord, that uh, you've given us a precursor of that by allowing us to gather in, in your house this evening, Lord, to sing praises to your name and, and Lord, to sup upon your word. Just pray that you would be with our pastor as he brings forth the message you've laid upon his heart. It is in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. 
as we turn to hymn 439. Now, hymn 439 is kind of exciting. You, you, may, you may wind up standing before we're done because we love hymn 439, dwelling in Beulah land. Amen. That's something to be excited about if you're saved. That's something to be very excited about. Sing along, afar away the noise of strife upon my ear is falling. Then I know the sins of earth beset on every hand. Doubt and fear and things of earth in vain to me are calling. None of these shall move me from land. I'm living on the mountain underneath the cloudless sky. I'm drinking at the fountain that never shall run dry. Oh yes, I'm feasting on the manna from a bountiful supply, for I am dwelling in Beulah land. Far below the storm of doubt upon the world is beating. Sons of men in the law, the enemy withstand Save am I within the castle of God's word retreating Nothing there can reach me Tis land I'm living on the mountain underneath a cloudless sky I'm drinking at the fountain that never shall run dry. Oh, yes, I'm feasting on the manna from a bountiful supply. For I am dwelling in Beulah land. I let the stormy breezes blow. Their cry cannot alarming I am safely sheltered here protected by God's Amen Here the sun is always shining Here there's not can harm me I am safe forever in Beulah land I'm living on the mountain, underneath a cloudless sky, I'm drinking at the fountain that never shall run dry. Oh, yes, I'm feasting on the manna from a bountiful supply, for I am dwelling in Beulah Viewing here the works of God, I sink in contemplation. Hearing now his blessed voice, I see the way he planned. Dwelling in the spirit here, 
I learn a full salvation. Gladly will I tarry in new land. I'm living on the mountain underneath a cloudless sky. Praise God. I'm drinking at the fountain that never shall run dry. Oh, yes, I'm feasting on the manna from a bountiful supply, for I am dwelling in Beulahland. Amen. Well, y'all glad to be here. Amen. Amen. Well, two things you need. You need your prayer sheet and you need your bulletin. All right. Um, do not forget, now Sunday we will be handing out the... Um, Faith Promise Mission Cards for the 16th, and uh, want you to, when we hand those out, we'll ask that you, uh, if you're not already started praying about what you, the Lord had to give for Faith Promise Missions, I want you to please do that, and then Sunday we'll give you the cards, and then 16th we will receive those, and uh, then we will uh, set up our, our mission budget for the year, and uh, so let me encourage you, please pray about that. There's still some more of the Mission booklets uh, out there that has a schedule on it, all those things. There's still a sign-up sheet out here for the meal, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And uh, so, I mean, I've talked to the missionaries. They're looking forward to being here. They're excited about it. The Miller family's going to be back singing with us during the week. I'm looking forward to them coming. And uh, so please keep them uh, in your prayer, okay? Saturday morning. Uh, uh, is our yard sale out here, and uh, there's a lots of stuff in there. Feel feel free to go around in there, and if you see something that someone else brought that you can't live without, you may you may go ahead and pick that up, but leave a donation. Okay, Amen. if what if you somebody asked me what can I have that I said I, I don't care, but leave it make a donation, you know. And uh, so, because it's all going for the church, we got some things that uh, I think that this is going to help the uh, trip for uh, for VBS next year to Grants, New Mexico. That's already on the, the calendar on the 27th through the 29th of June. Uh, that's uh, we'll leave a Monday, come back on a Friday. So, um, uh, and it's a long way out there. So, if you've been uh, contemplating getting your your uh, bus driver's license, go ahead and get that knocked out before June and get you some experience, okay? Uh, other, I mean, there's plenty of road out there where you can get some experience on the straight shot because between here and there, once you get out past the Midland Odessa area, it's pretty much straight, you know? Uh, but, uh, but anyway, write that down on your calendar, all right? Um, don't forget also that uh, there's some other things on here about the uh, that's going on for the church. We're still, by the way, still having the uh, uh, the uh, gun safety class uh, Saturday, same time, soul winning at 9:30. The class is going to be down here uh, in uh, the uh, brother uh, uh, Choi's uh, classroom, the, where the Korean ministry meets. It'll be in that classroom. So, uh, but if you're Helping outside, please help outside, okay? 
and uh, then come in and, and just try to do the best you can to help in both areas, all right? So don't forget about that. Okay, uh, prayer sheet. Everybody got one? Anybody need one? If you need do not have one, raise your hand and we'll make sure you get one, okay? All right. You'll uh, look at those real quick. Uh, special prayer for uh, Brother Rodrigo. He's uh, not doing well, so we ask you to please uh, keep him in your prayer uh, this week. Pray for him uh, fervently. Uh, we also ask that you pray for uh, Brother uh, Wujin in uh, the immigration uh, process. We're working on that. We've got to try to get all of that done decently and in order Amen. by the 1st of December. So, uh, um, so if the last thing that we don't, the last thing we want to happen is him have to leave. Okay, because if he leaves to try to get to come back, it'll take a month at least, you know, uh, and that's if everything, all the stars line up kind of thing. So, uh, but please, we talked to an attorney today. They're going to help us to try to make sure we get all this together. Uh, so just pray for him and pray for that process. All right. Uh, also, we asked, there's a lot of those that are on our help list here. Please uh, remember them, many. Uh, Miss Erica is going through chemotherapy right now for the next uh, week, few weeks. Pray for her. Uh, Miss uh, Donna Lisa is going to have surgery on her arm Friday, so pray for her. Pray for Brother Aaron that uh, Miss, uh, you know, Myrna doesn't break his other arm, okay? That he, but uh, just remember to pray for all these. I'll not go through all of them, but uh, please. Uh, lift these up in prayer and I know that the Lord will bless Sunday I want you to please pray on Sunday afternoon uh, we're going to start a. I, I tried to start something Sunday on, a, on some messages but the Lord didn't let me do that but I think Sunday we're going to start in a different area on Sunday afternoons and uh, we're going to start we're going to talk about Moses uh, how, he, how he got to where he was and why and how come God used him what happened during his uh, leadership role through the uh, wilderness I mean all kinds of things we're going to talk about him uh, starting Sunday afternoon 2 o'clock so y'all pray with me about that and then also we're going to preach a message Sunday morning on stay the course uh, that's our theme for our mission conference and I believe if the Lord allows we're going to use that for our theme for uh, the year 2023, if the Lord doesn't come back, uh, because we need that. So listen, in, in, this is just, uh, I believe with all my heart, every member of Central Park Baptist Church needs to be here Sunday morning to hear it. Okay? So please pray and help me. And let's get call and, and encourage folks to be here uh, Sunday morning for uh, for uh, the, the messages of the day, okay? But remember, take these prayer sheets home with you and pray over these folks that are on here. Well, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. We'll pray for our offering as well tonight. And, and But again, remember all of these that we mentioned in a special way. Lord, we thank you, God, for this day. <clears throat> I'm thankful, Lord, that you love us. I'm thankful, God, for the power of prayer. Uh, Lord, we uh, God, help us to utilize prayer, Lord, and realize that we're uh, have audience with an almighty God that loves us and Lord that's interested in our lives interested in our uh, in in our everyday activities and and so Lord we come before you asking you God to please uh, uh, Lord I pray that every uh, person on this prayer sheet Lord and every individual that's that prays tonight God I pray that you'll have your will and way in each and every one 
Lord, your perfect will in every request is made known tonight. Uh, God, we have a special prayer tonight for uh, Brother Wujin, Lord, in the immigration process. Lord, you know our hearts. This is something we've been working on. And uh, But God, there's a, there's Korean folks at, at stake. Lord, even those that we don't know about yet. God, there's I, so I pray that you'd help us uh, to do this decently and in order. Give us wisdom. Give uh, the attorney wisdom, God, as we uh, work on this so that everything will go well. And, and uh, Lord, there'll be no hiccups, no uh, mistakes made. And so, Lord, we just pray, God, that you'd move uh, the powers that be, Lord, that uh, we get this all done correctly. Lord, we also pray, Lord, for Rodrigo. Lord, he's not doing well, and we lift him up in prayer. And we pray, God, that, Lord, that if it be your will, that you'd reach down your omnipotent hand, God, and touch his body and and uh, raise him up, Lord, and, and uh, God, be with him in a special way in his health, Lord. And so, God, I pray for him and pray for his family as they wait on him, God, just to uh, uh, watch over him. Lord, I pray tonight for Miss Erica. Uh, Lord, as she goes through chemotherapy, God, she's had treatments today, and she's here. And I'm, I say praise the Lord, uh, God, and I'm thankful, Lord, for her steadfastness, Lord. And I pray that you'd strengthen her, Lord, in the days to come. And pray, God, that you'd take away that cancer from her body as well. And, and uh, God, just watch over her. I pray for Miss Donnie, Lord, that you'd be with her. She's looking at surgery Friday. Be with those doctors and nurses, Lord, as they... Uh, prepare to, uh, Lord, work on our arm, and I pray, God, everything will go well and smoothly, God, and, and Lord, and the healing process will be uh, quickly, Lord, but it'll also be uh, uh, something that uh, it'll be done well. Lord, we pray for Brother Aaron and uh, his recovery as well. We lift him up in prayer and ask you, God, that you'd, uh, Lord, continue to heal his hand, Lord, and just watch over him, and uh, God, for all of our people, Lord, th there's many on here with health issues, God, and health concerns, and I pray for them that, God, that your will will be done. I pray, God, for our mission conference coming up next week. God, I pray that each one of us, Lord, will, uh, Lord, pray and ask you, God, what you would have us to do in faith-promised missions. Lord, may uh, we may not, uh, Lord, you may not have us to increase, Lord, but you want us to stay the course, and Lord, you want us to continue doing, I believe, at least what we're doing now. And, and so, Lord, strengthen us, God. Help us, and we pray that you would open the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing, Father, that there'll not be room enough to receive it. And, and so, Lord, bless these missionaries that are coming. I pray, God, that you'd give them traveling graces, Lord. And I, I pray for Brother Ward. I pray, God, for the Miller family, for Brother Sharon, for the Leslie's God. And, uh, Lord, that you just... Uh, uh, God, watch over each family as they come and, and minister to us through faith in the in the topic of faith promise missions. Uh, so, Lord, strengthen us, God, in that. Lord, be with us tonight in our Bible study. Help us, Lord, to rightly divide your word of truth. And, and God, I'll give you the praise for it. Bless us now. Bless this offering. We pray, God, that you'd bless the gift and the giver. And I'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have an offering, you please come.
Amen and amen. Well, if you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing uh, hymn 497, hymn 497, hymn 497. Since we're, we're uh, going to be talking about Daniel this evening, we're going to dare to be a Daniel. Amen. Amen. Hymn 497. Sing along. Standing by a purpose true, heeding God's command. Honor them, the faithful few, all hail to Daniel's band. Dare to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose firm, dare to make it known. Many mighty men are lost, daring not to stand, who for God hath by joining Daniel's band, dare to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose firm, dare to make it known. Uh, many giants, great and tall, stalking through the land, headlong to the earth will fall if met by Daniel's band. A Daniel, dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose firm, dare to make it known. Hold the gospel banner high unto victory grand. Satan and his host defy and shout for Daniel's band. Dare to be a Daniel. Dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose firm, dare to make it known. Amen. Now what we'd like to do this time is to have everyone greet each other prior to the Bible study. So please use this time right now to greet your neighbor. Daniel chapter 5. Daniel chapter 5. Brother Kevin, that, to me, that's just a tad loud. It, is it okay out there? Okay, all right. Daniel chapter 5. I'll get everything. It's been a long day. Sometimes you got to get your... You know, my wife, I came in a while ago after doing some stuff. She said, are you brain dead yet? And I thought, I said, who are you? <laughs> Daniel chapter 5. And uh, we'll begin reading in verse 17. And uh, we'll just read down through the end of the chapter, all right? It says, then Daniel answered and said before the king, remember, he's been brought in. He's about to interpret the uh, writing on the wall. So it says, he, he said, let thy gifts be to thyself and Give thy rewards to another, yet I will read the writing under the king and make known to him the interpretation. Um, you, you know, just so I'm thinking about this, when he came in, notice he just said it right out. I'm going to tell you what it's, I'm going to read it and I'm going to tell you what it says. You, in order to be that confident about things like that, you've got to have a right relationship with God. Amen. Okay? 
Um, where did I, oh, 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 thou king, the most high God, gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom uh, and majesty and glory and honor. And for the majesty that uh, he gave him, all people, nations, and languages trembled and feared he, before him, whom he would, uh, whom he he slew, and whom he, and whom he would he kept set up, and whom he would he put down. I'll get out in a minute. But when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from the kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. In other words, he ate grass like an animal. It says, and he was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like the beast. There it is. And his dwelling was uh, with the wild asses, and they fed him with grass like oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men, and that he appointeth over it whomsoever he will. And thou his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all this, but hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of, hev- uh, Lord of heaven, and they have brought the vessels of his house before thee, and thou and thy lords, thy wives, thy concubines have drunk wine in them, and thou hast praised the gods of silver, gold, brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear, nor know, and the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified. Then was the part of the hand sent from him, uh, and this writing was written. And this is the writing that was written. Manah, Manah, Tekel, Upsharin. This is the interpretation of the thing. Manah, God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and art found wanting. Perez, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. Then commanded Belshazzar, And they clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. And that night was Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, slain. And Darius, the the, uh, Median, took the kingdom, uh, being about threescore and two years old. Father, I pray you'd help us. Help me, Lord, to, uh, Lord, get my thoughts together and, and uh, Lord, teach the uh, the remainder of this chapter, Lord, tonight in, in a way that bring glory and honor to your name. Uh, I pray, Father God, too, that you bless the reading of your word and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. All right, we've come to chapter 5, verse 17. Daniel, he's, you remember Belshazzar's brought him in to, uh, re, to request uh, um, Daniel to interpret the writing on the wall. Um, Daniel's been bribed by the king. Uh, he's, which, by the way, you read where Daniel turned all that down. You, you, we read that in verse 17. And now Daniel, he's about to preach a sermon, really, in the halls of that banquet that's never been heard before. And, you know, and I got to thinking about that. I thought, just imagine, you know, where he's at and what's going on. And I thought, just imagine an old-time preacher being accidentally invited uh, to a White House dinner, okay? I mean, one where all the so-called dignitaries are gathered together from around the world. I mean, it, there they are. They're all standing around, and they all have their little alcoholic beverage in their hand, and, you know, a bunch of them are about three sheets in the wind. You know, a typical White House get-together. Uh, they're all doing their thing, and 
And uh, here's this preacher, this old man of God, just uh, just for some reason nobody knows he's been he's been invited, and he he's there, and he steps forward. He's got his Bible in his hand, and and he just starts preaching. I mean, he starts preaching on the sin of alcohol. He starts preaching on the sin of fornication and adultery. I mean, this is going to be like a shotgun blast, you know. It's going to get everybody big enough to be God. Uh, he starts preaching about hell and about heaven. Starts preaching about the Lord Jesus Christ and his soon return. And, you know, and I got to thinking about that, and I thought, you know, I, I admire a, a pastor or a preacher who's willing to preach w- without fear. Amen. Amen. One who is not intimidated by the world or by the audience that, that happens to be in front of him. Well, that's the kind of da- uh, man Daniel is. Daniel is here, and, and he's in this banquet hall of all these drunks and all these dignitaries, and, and I mean, he just lets them have it. I mean, he just tells them, there's no saying, he tells them how the cow ate the cabbage. He lets them, and, and the first thing he does, he gives them a little history lesson. He reviews the life of Nebuchadnezzar for Belshazzar because evidently Belshazzar's forgot about it. And he does this to show Belshazzar that he has no excuse for his failures. He had an example. Who was his example? It was Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, and, and listen, just thinking back, that should have kept Belshazzar from his sin. I mean, after all, he knew. He, he knew what happened to Belshazzar, Nebuchadnezzar. I, I'm telling you, every, that's kind of something hard to forget. That's something that you can bring up and talk about every once in a while because, you know, it's just something everybody wants to hear about. Well, Belshazzar's forgotten about it. And so, listen, he, again, is without excuse. And I thought about this. I thought, well, now, who do we, or any of us for that matter, have to blame but ourselves for our failures? Spiritually speaking, I mean, we, knew, we know what's right. I mean, we know what the Word of God says. But many just do not listen. Amen? How many times have you ever told your kids something? And you're looking at them right in their eyes. And there's a light on, but there is nobody home. Amen? I mean, they're a couple of fries short of a Happy Meal kind of thing. Uh, and, and you tell them, listen, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. And then they walk right out and do what they want to. This is Belshazzar. I mean, they, they, he, just, he just chose not to listen. Many people also watch this when we really don't want to do what God said. We have a tendency to twist or manipulate God's word to fit our own lifestyle. Amen, amen. And then when things don't work out, we, people step back and say, man, I just don't get it. That, it. that just don't work for me. Well, wait a minute. You didn't do it God's way. Right. You, can't, you can't expect God's blessing to live your own way and then expect God's promise to come true in your life. It, it just doesn't happen that way. Well, so Daniel's here. He recounts the history of Nebuchadnezzar, and he reminded Belshazzar of, uh, of what took place back in chapter 4 of how his grandfather had come to the realization, watch this, and we, he, he reminds him that the true God was the God of heaven, and, 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 and listen, and that God, the God of heaven, he's the one that rules in the, the affairs of mankind. He's the one that sits men up. He's the one that puts men down. And, and, and so 
And, and so if you look back in chapter 5 in verse 18, he tells Belshazzar, he says that God gave. Look, look in that verse. He says, O thou king, the most high, God gave Nebuchadnezzar. And you know, when I thought of those two words, I thought, you know what? It always, it, it all goes back to God. Always. Listen, God gave. You know why you have what you have? Because God gave. You know why you have your health, the, the money in your bank account, the car that you drive, the health that you have. You know why? Because God gave. We don't have it any, of our, any of it on our own. It, it's all because God gave. You know why we have this building? Because God gave. Amen. You know why we have a parking lot out here? Because God gave. Listen, Amen. it all goes back to God. Amen. And what's sad is that there's too many of God's children today in our churches that we still have to learn the hard way. I mean, we, 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 well, the Bible says this, the wicked and all nations that forget God shall be turned into hell. That's pretty straight. That's just like uh, Daniel talking to Belshazzar. He's been pretty straight to him. And folks, I'm telling you, you look around today, America's just about forgotten God. I was reading something the other day, and I, I may have this in my message for Sunday too, but I was reading an article about how that, that, Literally, according to statistics, that, uh, that the population of, of, of the United States is not Christian anymore. Listen, we're, you know, we talk about being a Christian nation, and I believe that we are, but it's only because of the people like you that are here tonight that are willing to stay the course and keep doing what God's called them to do. But the majority of people, listen, do not want to do what you do, and they don't want to behave like God's Word teaches us that we ought to behave. Belshazzar's that guy. So uh, Daniel gives him a little history and review. Then when he gets through with that, uh, he gives him a little theology lesson. Look down in verse 22 and verse 23. I mean, Belshazzar's already failed the history test. And if you look in verse 22 and verse 23, it says, And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all this, but hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven, and they have brought the vessels of, of his house before thee. And thou and thy lords, thy wives and thy concubines have drunk wine in them. And thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold, of brass, iron, wood, stone, which see not nor hear, uh, nor know, and the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified. Now remember, listen, you remember what Nebuchadnezzar's problem was? Yep, that's it, pride. The same problem Belshazzar is having. The same problem that a lot of people today have, pride. And so Daniel lays it right out there where he can understand it with no problem. And he says, look in verse 20, Thou hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. Listen, do you realize pride is an insult to God? Yeah. Now really, I'm going to show you in just a second how, how bad of an insult that is to God. And I'm going to show you right from Scripture. I mean, we, we need to be careful about the sin of pride. Right. It, it, look in Psalms. Psalm, look in chapter uh, 113. When I thought, saw that, I thought, that this is, uh, you know, this really brings everything into perspective. 
Look in, um, look in verse 4, and we'll, read, we'll start there. Found your place, amen. amen. Now, I want you to see, this is, we're talking about pride. It says, the Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above uh, the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high? Watch, verse 6, who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. Now, think about what they just said. God's creation is so far beneath him that he had to humble himself even to look at it. That's what it says. Who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. Listen, he made it all. But you realize what's that going on? He had to literally humble himself to even look upon what he has created. Are you still with me? Say amen. Now look over to Philippians. Philippians chapter 2, and look at verse 7 and 8. We're talking about the sin of pride. Found your place in Philippians chapter 2, verse 7. Say amen. amen. But when I read it, you're going to recognize it. It said, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Here it is. And being found in fashion as a man, what's it say? He humbled himself. Now think about it. If God had to humble himself to even look upon the things that he created, how much more did he have to humble himself to clothe himself in this flesh and die on the cross for our sins? I'm telling you, no wonder God hates pride so much. Listen, we, I mean, think about it. We, we really need to get over ourselves. If God had to humble himself that much to look upon the, his creation, but then even go further than that to humble himself, to, be, uh, to clothe himself in this flesh and humble himself to die on the cross for our sin, I'm telling you, Listen, we're, we're nothing. We're not, even, we're not even a speck of dirt. Right. And if we think that, that, and let's go ahead and just talk about this. Well, preacher, I just can't come to the altar because somebody, wait a minute. If God had to humble himself to look upon creation, if he had to humble himself to clothe himself in this flesh, then listen, we ought not have any trouble coming to an altar to pray and ask God to help us. Come on, we can all say amen. Listen, I'm telling you, God humbled himself, and he hates the sin of pride. And when we get to that place where we can't do something because of whatever reason, and we've made it a selfish reason, it becomes a, a, a sin of pride. And God hates pride. Pride. Now, Belshazzar, it was, he had it really bad. I mean, he's in trouble because of pride. And, and, you know, pride causes us to do some pretty dumb things. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen? But pride also causes us not to do some things that are beneficial. Now, Belshazzar knew how God had humbled his grandfather, and, and he, he dared to defy God Almighty. And you know what, folks? Listen, all men are without excuse for their sinful ways, all of us. You know why? We know better. We ought to know better. You know how we know? Because it's right here. 
We've seen it didn't work for that person. So what makes it think? What makes us think it'll work for me? If we, I mean, uh, we've all got th- things in our lives that we look back, you know, especially growing up with siblings. You know, if, we, if you're a younger sibling, you always watch the older ones to see, listen, they got in trouble with that, you know. So guess what? I've either got to figure out a way to do it, not get caught, or just not do it. Amen. Well, listen, if it's you and me and it's about a spiritual matter, it, it'd be beneficial to us just to simply do it the way God said to do it, and we won't have to worry about getting in trouble. Belshazzar is in trouble, and, and I mean, he's, he's going to pay for it. One commentator said like this. He said, the king had sinned against ample knowledge, and the greater knowledge calls forth a more severe judgment. All sin is sin, but guilt and punishment are proportionate to knowledge. We expose ourselves to greater retribution when we sin against light. And you know what? We, we're, we are all recipients of the light if we're born again children of God. Amen. And if we sin, unto him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, unto him it is sin. sin. For the wages of sin death. is death. Yes, yeah. Listen, um, Belshazzar's in trouble. Look in verse 23. The profaneness is what I've called it. Daniel goes right to the point, and he condemns Belshazzar for what he's done, and Daniel tells him exactly what he's done. And, and I mean, he, uh, he really puts it on him in verse 23. He says, you've lifted up thyself against the God of heaven. Yeah. Listen, that, that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sure, those, the, the drinking of the alcohol and the vessels from the temple, that, that was bad in and of itself, but that's not what he did. He lifted up himself against the God of heaven. You know, remember there was another individual that did that back in Deuteronomy, I believe it was, and, and he said, you know, I will be like the Most High. I will lift myself above the, above the throne of God. And listen, and, and you, you know, his name was Lucifer. You realize that. And you know what happened to him? God kicked him out of heaven, and a third of all the angels got sent with him uh, because of that same thing, pride. Well, Daniel says, listen, you... You've done this against God, and you've brought in the vessels from the temple to uh, basically have a toast, you know, and hey, let's have a toast to the gods of gold, wood, silver, you know. Man, look how great they are. Well, Daniel reminds him of just how dumb that is. Look what he says. He says, they see not, nor hear, nor know. He's, in other words, he said, listen, they can't even do anything. Why are you praising them for? Oh, God of wood. Man, if you'll please help me. You, you follow me? Yeah. Oh, this, this awesome chair, God. Uh, please help me. I've got, I need, I've got financial trouble. Please help me. I've, I've got marriage trouble. I need you to please. I'm, I'm praying and asking you, dear. Listen, that, that's exactly what he's doing. But you know, anything that we put before God, uh, listen, in, in doing what God wants us to do, we make that our God. Right. Yep. Amen. Oh, well, preacher, you know, let me meddle just a minute. Oh, well, preacher, you know, I got family in, and, you know, coming back to church on Sunday afternoon, that's a little tough. Especially family, they don't come that often. Oh, family God, please help me. And I got problems and I need you. Wait a minute, you're going to need him to help you. Come on. 
anything. Listen, it's the same thing. Same principle. I mean, and, and Daniel says, listen, that's very stupid. You're praying to wood. You're praying to silver and, and gold and all that stuff. And listen, it just shows the stupidity of those doing the praising. I mean, the rejection of God is just dumb. Think about it. I mean, uh, evolution. That's just stupid. You know, I mean, thinking that everything got here just by chance, how dumb is that? Really? Think about it. I mean, it, it's uh, irrational. It's without logic. And by the way, so is atheism. So is agnosticism. And all the other things, listen, that, go, that reject the Lord Jesus Christ, it's just simply dumb. I, mean, I don't know any other way to, to put it. I mean, if you want to be wise, I, I want to be wise. Uh, you want to be uh, intelligent? I want to be intelligent. Well, then believe God. Amen. Trust His Word. Amen. Be obedient. Yeah. I mean, when your kids were disobedient when they were growing up, what happened? They got in trouble. Yeah. You, they got disciplined. Well, if you're a born-again child of God, that's going to happen. Amen. God says He loves whom he, or he chastens whom He loveth. And so, listen, you're going to get in trouble. Because God is exactly who he said he is. Um, Belshazzar profaned the vessels of the temple. He and all those at this drunken banquet, they shamed God. And if we don't glorify God, then we literally, there's only one of two things. Either we glorify him or we shame him. And they shamed him. And Belshazzar dishonored God and judgment is the result. And because you don't shame God and get away with it. Amen. Look in verse 25, verse 26. Um, there's, it's only a four-word message. I mean, you'd think, wow, I don't carry much weight. Oh, but this one did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number one, you see the words mana, M-E-N-E, M-U-H-N-A, mana, and it means uh, numbered, counted, or measured. In other words, God had numbered the days of Belshazzar and, and his reign, and his number was up right then. Right. Yeah. And, you, and it's a good thing to try to take care of yourself. You know, I mean, you, you ought to do that. I mean, you ought to exercise. And I've learned in the last couple of days, exercise will kill you. You know? Yeah. I mean, but, you know, you ought to do that. You ought to eat right, all that kind of stuff. It's no fun, but you ought to try it every once in a while. Uh, all that's good and, and well, but it's God who determines how long a person lives, not man. Okay, It's God who determines who reigns, not man. It's God who determines who's in the White House, not man. Uh, it, it's God who determines the length or brevity of a nation, and we're seeing that right here. It's not man. Uh, look in verse 27. Uh, you see another word, tekel, and it means wade. Belshazzar had been weighed. I, it, I, I taught on this years ago, and I remember I got some balances. Y'all know what a balance is? You know, it's got the thing up here in the centerpiece, and it's got two little trays on each side. Well, Belshazzar has been weighed in the balance spiritually, and he didn't measure up to God's standard. Um, he had completely ignored God. He completely ignored his commandments. He chosen. He chose to live a fleshly lifestyle. He chose to live a pride-filled lifestyle. 
He chose to glorify those idols and it dishonored God. He chose to pursue a fleshly lifestyle. He chose all that. And in so doing, he defied God himself. And so when God weighed him in the balance, the Bible says he was weighed and found wanting. Okay? I mean, he came up short. Utterly lacking in righteousness and morality. Uh, do you know we are all the same way? Yeah. yeah. The only way that we can get the uh, scales of God to balance out is to put God's righteousness on both sides. Right. Yeah. Amen. You remember what God says? He says that our all of our righteousnesses are as filthy yeah, filthy rags. We must, and I'll use the word of Scripture, have his righteousness imputed to us. How do we do that? Well, first step is get saved. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we're clothed in his righteousness. Uh, his righteousness becomes our righteousness. I'm not righteous because of something I, I, I did. or It's all because of what he's done. Amen. You know, he, he did it for me. And I, I, when I got saved, I put on the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ. And and when that song says, when he sees me, when God sees me, he sees the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, 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 I, 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 and listen, I'm as good as in heaven today, but it's because of what Christ did for me on the cross. You know why? Because he humbled himself. He did that for me. Why would he do that? I don't, because he loved me. I get, that's the only thing I can think of. But all I know is that I am a recipient of his righteousness through salvation. And the, the scales have been balanced out because of what Christ has done for me. Righteousness. Look, look in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 30. 1 Corinthians Get over here. Chapter 1, verse 30. Found your place? Say amen. amen. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, here it is, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Look in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and look in verse 21. We're talking about how his righteousness becomes our righteousness. Chapter 5, verse 21 of 2 Corinthians. It says, for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made, here it is, the righteousness of God in him. What an awesome thing. Listen, that ought to make you happy as a child of God, knowing that we have been made righteous through the Lord Jesus Christ. All we had to do is accept him as our Savior. He did all the work. But then look in verse 28. We see another word. It's the word which means divided. Uh, Belshazzar's kingdom, has, it's divided. It's, it was divided right then. It was given to the Medes and the Persians. Remember, the, you, know, you remember why they're having the party, right? Because they think they're secure. They think that nothing can get them. They think, man, because of these massive walls out there that, that the army's on the outside, we're on the inside, everything is good to go. They're just going to get tired of being out there, and they're just going to leave, and we're going to be fine. But what they did not know is, listen, watch this, is that the Persians, they were diverting the Euphrates River. You remember the Euphrates River ran under the walls of the city, went, ran right through the city of Babylon. 
So here's the, the, uh, the Persian army. They are out there diverting the river to, around, and while they're in there having this big party, these Persians had dried up that riverbed, and they crawled in under the wall on the ground, and listen, and before they knew it, the Persians and the Medes were inside the banquet hall, and they took the city while they were in there in a drunken stupor. Listen, the king had gone too far. I mean, Daniel's interpretation of the writing, watch, was not a, it was not a warning to Belshazzar. It was a pronouncement of judgment. The warning had already come. Yeah. You remember, uh, uh, God had already warned. He warned Nebuchadnezzar. He has already warned Belshazzar. And now what Daniel is doing, he is literally pronouncing a sentence because a day of warning and the day of repentance had already come and gone. And now judgment has come. You know, that, we've got to be careful uh, as Christians. Listen, if God is speaking to our hearts about repentance and wants us to get something right, listen, that's a warning from the Holy Spirit of God. Hey, we've got an opportunity. He said, for God is long-suffering to us. We're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's a warning. But one day, judgment's coming, just like it came to Belshazzar. He went too far with his sinful behavior, and, and, and he's in trouble. And that's the sad thing. We, listen, how come it is we got to go all the way to the bottom before we start trying to do the right thing? How come? We, we, don't, we don't have to. I mean, warnings come, yet there's no response, there's no repentance until they come to the point of God's judgment. Now, in most cases, if, uh, with Daniel... If he would have told that king that, in most cases, the king would have had him executed on the spot. But that's not what happened. Uh, I mean, if this advisor who pronounced judgment pronounced something bad, then he would have gotten in trouble. See, most kings wanted the prophet to say only those things that were positive and, you know, in his favor. Say things that they wanted to hear. It kind of reminds me of today. I mean, look, turn to 1 Kings. I've got to hurry. 1 Kings chapter 22 and verse 8. While you're turning there, I'll just go through it real quick. You find Ahab. He, he, he's consulting with his false prophets, and he's, uh, he's wanting to find some godly counsel. And we talked about this last week, about how that, that carnal, worldly Christians, uh, unsaved people, they cannot discern the will of God or discern decision-making of spiritual matters. It's impossible. Are y'all there? Say amen. If you want to discern spiritual matters, you've got to be a spiritual person. Amen. Well, here in 1 Kings, Jehoshaphat, he requested that that he and Ahab seek godly counsel before they went into battle. You, You read the story. Ahab summoned 400 prophets of his court, and he asked them if he and Jehoshaphat ought to go to war against Ramah. 1 Kings chapter 22 and verse 6. They all predicted victory. The false false prophets said, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh king, you're going to win. It's going to be a a win-win situation for you. But this is the false prophets. Ahab didn't want godly counsel. I mean, he said, I don't even like that guy. <laughs> I don't know why. Listen, I don't even like him. Because if you read it, he says, he doth not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. Right. 
He don't ever say nothing good about me. He don't ever tell me I'm going to win. He don't ever tell me there's a God in all of us and it's just trying to get out. He don't ever pat me on the back and say, listen, that, you, listen. but the, the false prophet said, oh yeah, King, you're, good. you're a good guy. Right. No, wait a minute. I mean, watch this. He said he, just, he, he never does what I want him to. I mean, I've asked God to do this three times and he didn't do it. Amen. I mean, we're adults, but we still have our little tissy every once in a while. You know, because we don't get our way. Are y'all still here? Say amen. Yeah. Um, I mean, here he is. He, you know, he didn't want what God wanted. So here's Daniel. He's telling Belshazzar what God told him to say. And Daniel just mans up and says it. I like that. Listen, if God tells me to say something... Uh, you know, I'm going to do my best just to let her out. You'd be better off yep. uh, being straightforward. And this is, I think, and I wrote that this is what we need today, men of God telling the people of God and those who are lost simply what God said. Amen. We don't have to do it with attitude or with, do it with a mean spirit or something. Listen, no, let's just let, tell them, hey, if you do this, it's not going to be good for you. So Daniel gives the interpretation. And as soon as Daniel gives the interpretation, he reads it, gives the interpretation. Instead of having him executed, uh, Belshazzar rewards him. Look in verse 29. He said, well, but preacher, I thought Daniel said he didn't want it. He That's exactly what he said, and he didn't. But Belshazzar's still the king. He can do whatever he wants. He's the king. However... Those rewards were worthless. Yeah. You know why? Because just a little while later, Belshazzar was a dead man. Yeah. yeah, Babylon fell. The Medes and the Persians took over. You know, and it reminds me of the honors that this whole world tries to give us. Yeah. You know? Uh, in reality, they're meaningless. Sure, we like to have them. They're okay to have. But listen, but don't put any stock in them. Amen. They're not going to last. You know why? Because the Lord's coming back and getting us out of here and all this stuff is going to be burned up. It's wood, hay, and stubble. The only thing that's going to last is what we do for Him. That's why we ought to do what Matthew 6.33 says. Huh, work that right in there. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. But God says... Me first. Oh, and by the way, just a little sneak preview over into chapter 6. Daniel was promoted. I mean, uh, even though he's up in years, these Medes and Persians, Darius, I mean, he had evidently heard about Daniel, heard about his testimony, and they valued him enough to put him in a high position, and that's exactly what happened. In other words, um, he didn't compromise his faith or loyalty uh, to get where he was at. Yeah, um, he God honored him, and God blessed him. And you know what? I'd rather have God's rewards any day Amen. than the rewards of man. You know why? God's rewards going to last for eternity. Amen. One of these days, and, and when the Lord's handing out crowns, uh, I'm, I'm doing my best to get them because I want to go back and have something to lay at his feet Amen. and say, Thou art worthy. Listen, that's the way we ought to be. Uh, but the one thing that keeps us from it is the same thing that cost Belshazzar everything. 
It's that one word, pride. Where would we be if the Lord Jesus Christ would have said, nope. No, but he humbled himself because he loved us that much. Can we humble ourselves enough to show people that we don't care about what people think, but spend time at the altar? And I'm, I'm not trying to say that, you know, or bait you, or, but I'm just letting you know what God went through so that we could get to where we are right now. We, listen, nothing ought to keep us from doing something for our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ. Father, help us. Lord, I pray that you'd be with us and strengthen us, Lord, tonight. And as we've learned some things from uh, Daniel and, and Belshazzar, Lord, uh, we've learned one thing, and that's, God, that you uh, hate pride. And God, I pray that you'd help us and strengthen us as a people, Lord, to not uh, allow pride to fill us, Lord, but always uh, be of a humble spirit, God, and be willing to do those things that you ask us to do. And and the uh, Lord will give you praise for it. So, Lord, here in just, just a moment during this time of invitation, I pray, God, that you'd, uh, Lord, just be with us. Help us, Lord, to respond to you in a way that bring glory and honor to your name. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if you need to come, you come. If the Lord's speaking to your heart, you come.